Hello, this is Clyde J. Kale, and welcome to the Old Time Radio Gems Podcast, featuring rare, unique radio programs from radio's golden past. How about a really unique gift of original art on home decor products? You know, a clock, a pillow, a tote bag, something of that nature would be fantastic with some lovely art. Please visit www.mpirshop.com. That's mpirshop.com. Various designs of original art placed on the various home decor products. Again, that's www.mpirshop.com. That's mpirshop.com. Here's to veterans from The Baby Snooks Show, starring Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks, with Hanley Stafford as Daddy, Carmen Dragon and his orchestra, and me, Harlow Wilcox. <laughs> Here's to Veterans, a fast-moving quarter-hour of entertainment and helpful information brought to you transcribed by the top-flight talent of radio in cooperation with the Veterans Administration, dedicated to the citizens who served in our armed forces, now working shoulder-to-shoulder with their fellow Americans to make a stronger and better America for us all. Before we join the Higgins at Sycamore Terrace... I'd like to tell you a true story about one of the world's great conquerors. In November 1944, he was paralyzed by a bullet from an enemy sniper. At the Veterans Administration, hospital doctors told this man exactly what he was up against. They explained what they could do and what he would have to do. He said, okay, it's a deal. Slowly, painfully, he forced his body to obey his will, trained healthy muscles to do useful work, learned how to use braces, And now he's home in a house equipped with ramps to make travel easy for his wheelchair. He built his own typewriter desk, writes a weekly newspaper column, and he's now ready to enter college. Yes, this veteran is one of the world's mighty conquerors. He conquered himself. Helped every step of the way by the skill and know-how of the VA's top-notch doctors and nurses, this veteran, this conqueror, is fighting his way back, inch by inch, to useful and self-reliant citizenship. And that's the goal of the Veterans Administration. And now to Sycamore Terrace. Well, the Higgins home is in a more than usually hectic state, as Mummy prepares for the arrival of Charles Harding Blair, the eminent author, lecturer, and traveler. Much to Daddy's disgust, he's going to be their house guest. Well, come along, Snooks. We'll try to make ourselves presentable for the great Charles Harding Blair. While you're at it, you might glance through those books on the table. Books? Yes, Mr. Blair's books. He wrote them. The very least you can do is glance through them so you'll have some basis for dinner table conversation. Oh, Vera, this is going too far. It is not. Hmm. Read me about China. Very well, I'll just read something at random. All right. Traveling in our little skiff down the Yangtze River, we suddenly came upon a large building. 
the reader will never guess what it was. Maybe it was a Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, I'm funny. <laughs> do you mind if I continue reading? Please do. Very well. The reader will never guess what it was, although Oolong, my number one boy, made a feeble pun about the building, saying it might be the Yangtze Stadium. <laughs> Very funny. Read me some more. All right. Africa the Mysterious, mm -hmm. Chapter 3. Yeah. Although it was pitch dark out, I suddenly called a halt as I instinctively realized we had reached the banks of the Nyaza River. We struck camp early the following day and made our way down the Nyaza to Ngagi in the Ftata region. What's the matter, Daddy? Nothing. That's what it says here. Oh, I thought your teeth were slipping. Now, listen. The third day out, Greps, my number one boy, sighted the Ngagi escarpment. That must be him. Huh? Yes. Lancelot, Snoops, it's Mr. Blair. Straighten up this room, hurry. Here's a comb, Lancelot. Comb your hair. What hair? Oh, dear, I'm so excited, I don't even know my own name. Well, it's not Richard. Open the door. Oh, yes. Be still, my heart. Mr. Blair, I take it. So nice to see you. Come in, won't you? You are Mrs. Higgins? Uh, yes. And uh, who, pray, is this? This is my daughter. My advice to you, madam, is not to take her to Africa in the open season. <laughs> I've hunted things that look better than that. <laughs> well, I know she's not pretty, but she's very bright. And well-mannered. And this? Uh, my husband, Mr. Higgins. Mm. Nature, Mrs. Higgins, has indeed been unkind to you. Oh, I like that. My luggage what? is outside, Mr. Higgins. Would you mind? Uh, Lancelot, please bring Mr. Blair's luggage in. That's it, dear. <laughs> well, don't stand there, Lancelot. Hurry, Mr. Blair is tired and wants to change. Hurry, Lancelot. Just call me Oolong. So long, Oolong. <laughs> Come in. Ah, oh, Mr. Blair, I brought you up some lunch. Thanks. It's good, because I tasted it on the way up. Yeah, just, just set it on the table and leave. Mommy, fix you some boiled eggs. I baked you a pie. A pie? A pie? What kind of pie? A mud pie. <laughs> well, take it away. Take it away. I'll have no mud pie, no mud pie at all. What are you staring at? What are you doing? I'm typewriting. That's what I'm staring at. Oh, please, child, run along. I have a lecture to deliver tomorrow, and I'm trying to finish it. I want to hear your lecture. No. <laughs> I want to hear your lecture. What's this thing over here? That is a beehive. A real one? No, it's a model I use in my lecture. Almost impossible to tell it from the real thing, isn't it? Yeah. I can almost feel those little bees in there that are stinging me. <laughs> Even those little bees in there that are stinging you are perfect little models. Yeah. Now, careful, that's glass. You'll break it. No, I won't. Don't touch it. 
Mrs. Higgins, Mrs. Higgins. Uh, yes, I'm right here, Mr. Blair. Get this human barnacle of yours away from me. Oh, I'm sorry. Leave Mr. Blair alone, Snook. And what were you doing prowling around outside my door? I just came up to tell you you're wanted on the telephone. Oh, well, certainly took you long enough. I came as fast as I could. Gee, this is a pretty old make-believe bee house. Those little bees are so cute. I wonder if we'd miss it if I just took one. I'll take this one. Oh, I broke it. What'll I do? Oh, I know. There's another beehive out in the apple tree. I'll get it to him and he won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> But what are you doing in that living room? I just finished cleaning it. It's all right, darling. I'm walking on my hands. Oh, Lancelot, isn't it thrilling? What? Charles Harding Blair has decided to stay another week with us. That's the best news I've had since I got my finger caught in the lawnmower. And guess what else, Lancelot? Mr. Blair is giving a preview of his lecture right in our home this afternoon. Stupendous. I'm having a luncheon for all the women in the ladies' auxiliary, and you can help. I've got news for you, Vera. I won't be here. I'm leaving the house. Exactly. That's how you can help. Oh. I want you to take Snooks and Robespierre with you. What? Oh, now, Vera, I was going over to my club for a little relaxation. Lancelot, it's very seldom I ask you to take the children off my hands. But, Vera, it's a men's club. I was going to play some handball and take a steam. What'll I do with those kids? I don't care what you do with them. Just get them out of the house. Oh. Man's castle. <laughs> Veterans, when it comes to spending your money on life insurance, you have the last word. What kind and how much of it you carry is your business. However, when so many experts agree that national service life insurance is such a good deal, the advice of the Veterans Administration seems more than reasonable. That advice is simply this. If you have dropped your GI insurance, get all the facts about it right now. After you have the whole story, you probably can get your GI insurance back if you want it. The surest way to get the full story about National Service Life Insurance is to ask the VA or the insurance men cooperating with the VA. Then you can decide what to do. Remember that a sound life insurance program is an asset to yourselves, your families, and your communities. It's the badge of responsible citizenship. No veteran can afford to plan a life insurance program without taking a careful look at National Service Life Insurance. It was provided especially for you and your comrades in uniform by Congress and a grateful nation. And now, back to the Higgins home in Sycamore Terrace. Mummy's luncheon is over. The ladies have settled down, and Mr. Charles Harding Blair is in the midst of his lecture on the life of the bee. Let me illustrate, ladies, by making reference to this model beehive here. Looks almost real, doesn't it? <laughs> it, uh, it has a hymn somewhere along here. Where is that thing? Be careful, Mr. Blair. There's a bee crawling on your hand. Now, now, now. Let's not let our imaginations run away with us. 
These are just imitation bees. They... Ah! Ah! What's that? Oh, Doctor, it's thousands of them. Oh, help! They're real! Well, I guess it's safe to go in now. I don't see any cars. The women must have gone home. Why, Vera? Oh, why are you crying? What's the matter, Mummy? Don't you? What's the matter, Mummy? Me, you, you? Darling, what is it? What's happened? Lancelot Higgins, I protected that child many times when you wanted to give her a spanking. But now I want you to give her the licking of her life. Will somebody please tell me what's happened? My whole party ruined because that child broke Mr. Blair's model of beehive and substituted a real one. It was awful. There were bees all over the place. Well, where's Blair? He left in a rage. He's not staying with us anymore. He's going to Mrs. Jackson's. Well, Lancelot, don't stand there. Do something. Snooks. Goodbye, Daddy. Come here. Leave the room, Vera. This is not going to be pretty. Not too hard, Lancelot. Just teach her a good lesson. I'll take care of it. Outside, Vera, this is man's work. Call me when it's over. I'll be in the next room. I didn't mean it. It fell down. Shh, and I... quiet, quiet. Here's half a dollar. A half a dollar? Yeah. Now start bawling. But you didn't hit me yet. I'm not going to. But I want your mother to think I am. Now go ahead. Yell loud as though I'm hitting you. Take this! <laughs> and this! <laughs> and this! I love you, little daddy. I love you too. And this! <laughs> And that's the Here's to Veterans tribute from the Baby Snooks show, starring Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks with Hanley Stafford as Daddy, Arlene Harris, Alan Reed, the music of Carmen Dragon and his orchestra, and me, Harlow Wilcox, who, with your sponsor and the American Federation of Musicians, the American Federation of Radio Artists, the Advertising Council, and this station have donated their services and time to the Veterans Administration as a public service. Tune in again for another star-studded Here's to Veterans show. And remember, veterans, for advice and help with your insurance, education, loans, medical care, and other benefits, write or visit your nearest Veterans Administration office. Remember, a well-adjusted veteran means a happier and more prosperous America. And now a word from your local announcer. 